nasty ass mayonnaise <laughs> oh, and God. whatever sandwich. That yeah. was yeah. That was like that. That was enough to get it an R. I think that scene. Alone. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Welcome to Sincast, presented by Cinema Sins. Welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined by Jonathan Watkins from All the Things. <laughs> hello, hello. Yep. And uh, we're going to be doing a mini pod. Sorority pod? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Christmassy pod? Yeah, maybe. I guess so. We're doing one. We're doing a mini pod of Black Christmas. Uh, the third iteration of a Black Christmas movie. Yes, uh, nineteen seventy four. Think seventy four was the first one, two, which I have not seen. The original, I I have seen it many times, and uh, two thousand six, which, which I've seen once, and I think do I not, saw that. <laughs> never want to see that again. <laughs> yeah, I think that was bad. Um, and, and while this is called Black Christmas, I will say this is definitely its own. Like, I mean, it it has kind of that Black Christmassy feel, and that there's a sorority house. It's set around Christmas. There's a killer, mm-hmm. but uh, this is not like the 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 original movie or the uh, remake. Yeah, uh, this is a different story altogether. Um, uh, so yeah, we have a um, we have your typical setup. Yes, the the the, the there's a college. It's something Hawthorne. Uh, it's, yeah, it's like Hawthorne University. Hawthorne. Yeah, it, it may be the guy the guy's full name. Like some, I think it starts with a C. Uh, but, um, but, uh, they're at this university and they're going, uh, going home. A lot of, uh, people are going home for Christmas break, but some are staying behind Mm -hmm. and, uh, and you know, right off at the, right off the bat, we notice, okay, there's some, uh, some murdering going on. Yeah. Uh, so the, the main character here is played by Imogene Poots, plays Mm -hmm. Riley. Um, and, uh. We we find out that uh, something has happened to her with, mm-hmm. at a frat before. Yes, and it the movie starts this whole like oh man campuses are terrible, campuses are awful. <laughs> yeah, like there's just nothing but misogyny and rape and yep. sexual assault and all these things going on. At this it's like the worst university ever. Yeah, Hawthorne College, by the way. Hawthorne what, College. But I was trying to show. figure out yeah. who that dude's name was that the that the Hawthorne came from. Um and uh yeah, she's a part of a sorority and uh they're getting ready to to do some sort of uh like christmas festivities and things like that and i don't know how far to get into this because it's, <laughs> yeah, this we is, start getting into spoilers like almost immediately this is a hard movie to talk about without spoilers i will uh, it's caleb hawthorne is caleb the, is the guy. he is the uh he's the the founder there's a whole thing at the beginning where we find out that which is, this is really interesting because uh the college that you and i went to I think this happened maybe right before we got there uh there was like a there was a there was a bust or something above like the the university center mm-hmm. of uh, nathan bedford forest right and uh it had actually gotten removed because of uh some people uh they had a petition yeah yeah i mean and uh, there's, there's something similar in this where this caleb hawthorne apparently might have not been like might have not been the best person. I think one character even says, you know, he owned slaves in the North. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so there's this whole thing you find out at the beginning. There was a petition. They removed this bust of his uh, from uh, from wherever it was showing on campus. Mm-hmm. And then they're trying to do another petition where they're trying to get... The, this woman is doing another petition. This is actually the... Uh, is this the Lily Donahue character? This, I mean, the actress. Uh, this is uh, the character's name is... Chris, mm-hmm. Elise Shannon, yeah, I, uh, who was really good actually. I, I don't think I've ever seen her in anything. No, else. I haven't either. But um, uh, she's got another petition going where she's now trying to get this professor uh, <laughs> fired, played by Carrie uh, Elwes, yeah, Wesley, yeah, from Princess Bride. Uh, and uh, so that's kind of the stuff that's going on at the beginning. And then they uh, they also they're they're going to this frat party. Uh, the four of the girls are performing a song for the fraternity and other sororities, I guess. And it starts off as kind of like what seems like this innocent, just like goofy, like uh, 
I can't remember what the song they're taking off on now. Yeah, I can't either. But, they played uh, it like 40 times. Yeah, I know, but it starts off like it's about like them being sexual and being silly and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And then it kind of turns itself around to where they're actually, uh, they, they start basically calling out the frat for being a bunch of date rape assholes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's all kind of what happens at the beginning after we have like our opening, you know, kill scene or whatever, which a lot of these slasher films have. And then, uh, yeah, shit just gets a little, yeah. little, a little crazy after that. You have this undercurrent of, of, uh, you know, uh, a, you have this undercurrent that could serve well for a horror movie. Uh, I just don't think they do much with it. Okay, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna uh, see. This is what I was, I was saying. I don't really know. I'm having a hard time grading this movie. Mm-hmm. I think this movie is uh, really interesting. Um, I've seen, I don't even know how many slasher films at this point in my life. This is one of the most unique slasher films I have ever seen. I mean, this is like, it, it, I mean, this would be like in almost like Happy Death Day ki- uh, territory as far as uh, the way they approach it. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie, like, and we'll get into this more in spoilers, this movie wears its heart on its sleeve. Uh, it makes it very clear what this, what, you know, uh, there, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of messaging in this movie. Um, and, uh, I kind of respect the fact that they don't pull back from that. It's just like, here you go. And, uh, and a lot of that makes this kind of approach to a slasher film interesting to me. Um, I don't, I didn't like a lot of the execution though. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm struggling. Like I will, like, I would totally watch this again. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. So, Give me your letter grade. Um, I'm gonna do a B minus. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm somewhere in that C plus B minus range. I think there's a lot of bad stuff in this. I think there's. I have. I mean, we're gonna talk about this. I there are a lot of issues. Like I said, the execution's not great uh, in some areas. Although I do think uh, Sophia Tikal directed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I she's visually. I think she's a really interesting filmmaker. Uh, I would love to see something else she did. She actually did a movie before this called Always Shine, which mm-hmm. has been on Shutter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never watched it, but it's always been kind of on my radar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might have to check that out now because I'm really curious uh, other stuff that she's you know tackled, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm looking forward to what she does next. But um, I don't know. This movie's interesting, but I'm I'm gonna I'm I, I'm I I I kind of want people to see it, so I'm kind of I'm doing a little slight recommend. Okay. Uh. Yeah. I I. Don't think I can. Um, yeah, I hear you. Uh, I, I think that it has the. That's the thing that is hard about this is that there's a good message that they're trying to. There's sort of a thing that they're trying to sh- shine a light on. I just wish they had done more with it, and I don't think they did. Um, and we'll get into that in the spoilers. But I'm I'm pr- I'm going to give this a D. Okay. Um. Uh, it's it's just one of those movies where i'm like i I really want to like this and there's this undercurrent that's that could really serve the movie well and i feel like they just completely failed on that and could be one of those things that i'm just you know maybe i'm just missing something it's very possible uh i mean i you know after one time you watch something you may not get the 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 big picture on this and everything but i thought that they failed essentially yeah doing i mean that yeah it's it's weird like i said sometimes i have a hard time because there are movies out there i think that even if i mean i mean jumanji we i mean was kind of like this in a, in a completely different way but like there are movies out there that even if they don't work completely as a movie like or you know they're you have a lot of issues with it from a storytelling standpoint or execution or whatever it is there's still enough there like that's interesting to you that you can kind of like you kind of you're not giving it a pass but you're it's it's enough to where you're kind of like i kind of want to let other people i kind of want to see what other people think about this Mm -hmm. um i mean it's not i mean i I, it's weird like i'm giving it a b minus but i i don't know how good it is Mm -hmm. yeah i can see that yeah so i I don't know it wasn't like i was sitting there watching this going Man, I want to really want to get out of here. It was more about the execution, like you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I was like, this could be really good. Like, this is something that if they pay, if it pays off, I will, I will love this. And I don't think it paid off. And I can see. Well, and there's a very specific thing I don't like about the end, uh, which uh, I don't know. You just want to talk about spoilers? Yeah, I was just oh, getting okay. the spoilers for this movie. No spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> 
Kevin Spacey is Kaiser Sose. He's Luke's what? father is actually Darth He's Vader. What? She's the sister and the daughter. They just no, 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 no. I'm reading the books. Okay, I hate that this becomes a supernatural thing. Yeah. Holy I really, shit. really, really hate that. Holy like that, shit. That completely, uh, I don't know if it took, I mean, I mean, I was probably already a little out of it, but uh, I just, the supernatural aspect to it. And it's not, it's, it's not, it, if you wanted to do that, I just don't think they handle it well. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like, okay. So what you find out, I guess I'll just throw this out there. What you find out is that now from the first kill, I knew there had to be multiple killers. Mm -hmm. Either there has to be multiple killers or they're just not doing a very yeah. good job. It's like disappearing. Yeah. There's it's, no way that these characters can do what they're doing. Because like, like you have this scene where, and it's in the trailer actually, where the the, the girl, um, God, I cannot remember her name. She's only in that one scene, so it's really probably. One, was it Lindsay? Is her character name? Uh, that sounds right. Yeah, Lucy Curry. That looks. I think that. Oh yeah, there's there's a picture of her from the movie. So yeah, it's Lindsay. So like she's on the phone, maybe with Riley. I don't know. She's on the phone with somebody from the sorority, just saying, yeah, I'm headed to my car. I'm gonna be heading home, uh, for the holidays. And um, so she's headed out. This guy is following her. Um, and so you think he's the one. You know, she's really concerned because this guy's following her. And even though, and this is one of those dumb things horror movies do sometimes, especially slasher films, where it's fine that he ended up just being somebody going somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But it's insane, like, how he's walking behind How close her. behind. Oh he keeps God. looking up and, like, smiling. Yeah. And all yeah. this. And and uh, I was, I, I actually, I don't. I don't write sins during watching these <laughs> yeah, movies yeah, like I'm this, saying. but like there was one right there that I thought of. I was like, even if this guy turns out to be a uh, completely benevolent, benevolent, he's still a creeper. I oh mean, yeah. Something's wrong with that guy. Yeah. I mean, so he, he takes off in the other direction and then, but then when she turns around, there's a guy in a cloak and a black mask mm -hmm. and then she gets away from him or he just disappears basically. And then there's, then, then he's back. And then she turns around, she finds a weapon, she turns around, he's gone again. Mm -hmm. Then she goes and knocks on the door, and he answers the door. Mm -hmm. So right there, you're like, there's no way. I mean, yeah. this, this is, at the very least, it's two people. Mm -hmm. um, but what you end up finding out is it's this whole fraternity. And what it is is, which this is kind of interesting, depending on how you look at this. But so the, uh, the Chris character, the Elise Shannon character, who's like, I guess the secondary character in this movie, she's... Riley in the image is it imaging? Yeah, Pooch? I think it's it's either imaging or imaging. Yeah. But she's Riley's like one of her best friends, and they're in the sorority together, and they're kind of the two main characters, I would say, uh, from that standpoint. So uh, you find out, so she got the bust removed, but they took the bust to this fraternity, and then when they took it to the fraternity, I guess they found out that it had like magical powers. Yeah, it has some <laughs> sort of weird black ink. Of course, it's always black ink. Yep. It's always goo. It's always black ink. Yeah, it almost like they were. I almost thought they were going to go like in alien territory, mm. you know. Uh, so they find out that I guess this black goo makes them stronger and makes them like. Although I didn't really get the impression that these guys were because they because they do fight them. And it, the girls fight the guys. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not like they can't fall down. Yeah. And anyway, so this supposedly makes them stronger. So, and I guess it kind of possesses them. And um, and there's some weird scenes early on that make sense later, I guess, because one of the girl, uh, Lily Donahue, plays a character named Marty, also does a very good job. She has a boyfriend that's hanging out with them all the time. Mm -hmm. He starts getting like these crazy headaches. Yeah. You know, you're not even thinking about it at the time. Mm -hmm. He's just kind of being a dick all of a sudden when yeah. he wasn't before. Right. And so you find out that like this stuff, although I don't know how he was being affected by I don't it either. at the sorority house, but whatever. But anyways, this black goo or whatever somehow affects the guys. And um, essentially, uh, Carrie Elways is the Professor Gelson character. Uh, he decides that they should just create this army of uh, rich fraternity you know, kids that uh, go around and um, kill the women that are in their way. And, uh, you know, uh, take back America. And try to, <laughs> yeah, take back America. And try to recruit... This is where I thought the premise could have been good. Uh, they try to recruit other women who will be subservient, and we yes. find out that there's one who has done that. Yes. But only one. That was kind of a nice twist. It's kind of. I it's, mean, it's, yeah. it's a great twist, but yeah. it should be more. Yeah, I agree. What I'm trying to say is, is that uh, at the very beginning of this movie, now, 
at the very beginning of the movie, Carrie always is, uh, is in his class and he says, uh, he's talking about this writer who's talking about women who should be just, uh, subservient and everything. Yes. And so he asks, uh, he asks uh, Riley what, what she thinks. And, and she says, well, I think, I think this writer, he blah, 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 blah. And he goes, how do you know it's a he? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, uh, he find and we find out that the writer he's talking about is a woman. And I was like, oh, well that would be a good foreshadowing to yeah. the, uh, the fact that this is not men doing this. This is all women doing this. And these are women who don't, these are women who feel like women should be subservient and everything. Yeah. And that's what I thought we were about to get. And I thought that was going to be a great twist to this whole thing was that, yes, these guys are assholes. Yes. They're the prime suspects and all of this, but it would be really, really awesome to see, you know, there are women out there who are, who are not for that. And that's, and, and that's the case. I mean, we see that in real life today. We see I that mean, all yeah. over the place. Yeah, I mean, not to this extreme where there's, you know, uh, I don't know, possessed murderers and they're following now. So but. I, I think I would have, I, I, I hate doing this to movies, but I don't think um, I would have uh, I would not have put the supernatural in there. I would not have made it the frat. I would have made it a I would have made it a rival sorority of some sort that was the killers. Yeah, that would be great. I think that would have been that would been perfectly fine. Yeah. And you can still have this undercurrent of all the things you want to talk about what's going on on campuses today because that doesn't absolve the yeah. men at all it just makes them not killers i mean you know it's yeah. it, you you and you change up you change up the killers and you change up their motives for killing yeah and i thought that's where we were headed and i was really excited about that yeah. in fact this movie was probably le- leveling around where i was yeah. for you where it was a b or b minus or whatever because i was like i kind of i'm kind of getting into the vibe of this yeah and everything but then once all the stuff like oh it turns out that oh the assholes in this movie really are the fucking killers yeah. I, I I was I just threw my it, it mentally threw my hands up in my in the air and go what what's the point then? Yeah, and I mean, and I get the impression just from what I've read about this. I think Blumhouse, who's the you know Jason Blum is the executive producer behind this. Um, I I think he just let uh, the director you know he let her do mm-hmm. uh, whatever she wanted. I I didn't feel that there was like studio interference here or anything. But I do think maybe at some point, though, she's like it's it's kind of one of those weird things where and this is why it's so hard to like uh, insert messages into your movies like so intentionally, because I think at some point, though, you've still got to make the movie. And it it's like it's like the movie is just fighting with itself like it doesn't want to be a slasher film, I think, for about half of it. Like it really doesn't want to be one. But that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if just changing the title would have made a difference. Although I will say, I, I don't have a problem with them calling this Black Christmas. A, more people are going to see it because it's called Black Christmas. Mm-hmm. But also, it does have that kind of feel to it, even if it's not the same story. And honestly, if you're going to do a remake or a, a new version of a movie, I mean, this is kind of something more I'd like to see where mm-hmm. you're doing something different with it. I don't need to see like, I don't need to see them being attacked by this guy that calls himself Billy and, you know, which is what the other two. Uh, we're doing um but uh but yeah i think i think where this movie struggles is when it tries to be uh when it tries to be a slasher movie and and then and then especially with them introducing that supernatural element it just i don't know yeah that's just weird the 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 you know and i think what you mean by slasher movie is the uh, the killer is somewhere and kills a random person or yeah. someone who like had a ancillary sort of yeah. connection to the movie as it gets closer and closer to our main yeah. characters yeah. and everything. Uh, not necessarily. I, I think a lot of times when I hear slasher movie, yeah. I immediately think, Oh, you must mean like blood everywhere. And, yeah, no. And, and fact, it doesn't is, really mean that this PG 13. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's definitely, uh, I mean, that's an interesting thing too. A lot of people complained about that when they found out that it was getting a PG thirteen rating. Um, but honestly, I forgot. I mean, I mean, if if you had told me this was R, I mean, I probably would have believed you because mm-hmm. I mean, there's, I mean, you know, there's, I mean, people are getting like shot with arrows, and mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you don't see blood, but it's definitely violent. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and there's actually and yeah, and when I don't mean that in an insulting way because there's a lot of great slasher movies. I mean, some of my favorite movies, Halloween and you know Night, the original Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of really good slash. The original Black Christmas is great. Uh, 
Um, but um, I don't mean that as a negative. I just mean I feel like this movie wants to be something else. Um, and I'm okay with that. But then when it gets back into these slasher elements, it kind of uh, it kind of loses a little bit of focus. I will say though, I would I, I would love to see her do another horror movie. I think she directs some of these scenes really well. Uh, the stuff where they find out there's someone in the house with them, uh, some of that is really well done. Mm -hmm. uh, the guy with the bow and arrow, you know, is going around. They don't know exactly where he is. Uh, there's some stuff in there that's really well done. Um, and I would, uh, I mean, there's a few other kill scenes and stuff that are pretty interesting, but it's just when it gets to, when you find out what's going on and at one point I'm like, it has to be supernatural. There's mm -hmm. no other way to explain this. And then I started kind of like getting a little irritated. Well, yeah. And if you can, and you can have this movie without it being supernatural, yeah. like it almost feels like, like your suggestion it almost. Well, yeah. I and mean, then even if you're not going to do my suggestion, you, uh, it would be nice to just, uh, I mean, just to say that these guys are assholes and are going to do yeah. asshole things. Yeah. And uh, it, it could have, you know, they could have had a, a variety of reasons for why they were doing what they were doing. I, I just found that unsatisfying. That Oh, the asshole. Oh. The, Carrie Elways, who, by the way, is always the surprise killer every time he's in the <laughs> movie. true. I mean, uh, it, you, every time you see that guy, you're like, oh, man, this motherfucker is going to be the killer in the end, isn't he? But I mean, they, but they also like if you but then once they get into the supernatural, I think it gets problematic because then all of a sudden there's these rules that get set that don't even really make any sense. Like they have. Well, first off. I don't understand why all these guys are involved in the killings when clearly they look like they had like some like I guess it was like some demonic version of Hawthorne. Mm -hmm. Like there was like a bigger dude that was the main killer. Yeah. Why the, wouldn't he just king. Be, why wouldn't he just be the one killing everybody? Yeah. Because um, he was like undead or something. Yeah. You could just you could just make it and where then, they have brought him back yeah. to life like a vampire. Or and then there like. was the whole thing where they had to give the items. Yeah. And then that becomes confusing because like if that's the case, then, you know, how is Elise Shannon still out there? And there's a couple other people that are still out there that clearly they had items on that tray. And then all of a sudden the character that ends up actually being with them, the girl that ends up being with them that we think has been killed. Mm hmm. Um, you know, all of a sudden she has an item on that tray and she's like, where did that come from? And it's like, why did you even need to do that? Yeah. You could have just said, Hey dude, kill her. Mm -hmm. I, I, I didn't understand how any of that mattered. Yeah. And, uh, but the movie brings it up. So then I'm asking questions like, mm -hmm. well, well, why does this matter? And you're not telling me. Yeah. I don't know. Just stuff like that started really irritating me, but the positives, like I said, um, this movie digs into a culture, uh, very aggressively. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm o and I'm I'm a okay with this. I I feel like this is a this movie feels like a group of people that are just fed up. Yeah, yeah. And they're just basically like just screaming at you. And that's why I want I want to this movie to be yeah. better than it is because it's ex exactly yeah. the type of thing like that you know it it's important to have a movie like this. It's just that the once it get you, I mean, I think you're tapped right into it. Once yeah. it gets into that whole supernatural thing, and for me, just the fact that the guys who are the assholes are in, end up being the killers, and there's no surprise to this at all. Yeah, means there's really, I've I feel like I've wasted my time. Yeah, I mean, and there were, and like I kept thinking, like maybe the um, uh, Riley meets a guy about I don't know thirty minutes into the movie mm -hmm. who um, uh, ends up seem to be like a nice guy or whatever, and he ends up being he one. is he he's, is like, he gets possessed. Yeah, but in fact, there's a really funny moment where after all that's said and done, he's like, "I'm so sorry, you know, there was that bust and the demon." She's like, "Not the time." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, and another thing about the well, uh, hold on, I want to go back to the 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 uh, female empowerment part. So. One and it wasn't even like the big. It wasn't even like the big stuff. Like there's the big scene in the in the fraternity where they're singing the song and it turns into it goes from them being all like cute and sexy and like saying we're gonna have sex later to uh you know you raped me mm -hmm. you know and that 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 that's a big moment like mm -hmm. that's a very that's like a we're gonna you know we're hitting you over the head right now with this message but then even at the beginning like you can totally from the get-go you can tell a woman directed this and a woman wrote it mm -hmm. because just the conversations they're having in the sorority the difference between this version and like you go back and watch the bob clark version mm -hmm. which is very good but just the conversations the women are having are so different mm -hmm. 
And I mean, just I don't I don't know if that was like a diaphragm or whatever they were talking about with that girl that walks in and says, "Hey, I lost my whatever," and she's like, "Oh, here's one." Yeah, she said her um, something cut. Her yeah, it's her um, God. What does she call it? It was I know what you're t- talking about, but and I'm gonna sound like an idiot when I said die. I'm sure it had nothing to do with it. I just was throwing something out. Yeah, there, I, 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 I yeah it was it's not a diaphragm yeah. because. Um, yeah, yeah, Riley yeah. gets something out of her drawer yeah. and gives it to her, which and then, I, she, you know. and then she sticks it down her pants, or right? Whatever. But it, but it was still. But I'm just saying, like the way they're interacting, like that felt like that felt like two women talking. Mm-hmm. You know, it. It. I, I liked like the dialogue that was going on like early on in the movie, and that's a much smaller thing. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like, oh, this is really, you know, like, and and I was like, you know, it's one of those things where. Um, there's, there's, there's women that direct horror movies, but specifically slasher films. I can only think of like two movies Mm -hmm. that have even been directed. I'm sure there's more, but I can only think of two that people know. Like Slumber Party Massacre was directed by a woman and, uh, and I believe written by a woman. And then Freddy's Dead was directed by uh, Rachel Talley. Um, that might've been written by a man though. I don't know. But the, 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 like just off the top of my head, I can't even think of more than those two. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously very rare. And while watching this, I was like, that's a really interesting, uh, cause there's been so many slasher films and slasher films are a hard subgenre to do something different with. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you actually get something brought to it, that's a little more unique. That's always fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I liked stuff like that. And I, I like I said, I obviously the message is great, even if it is beating you over the head. I think sometimes we need to be beat over the no, head. No, I'm totally fine yeah. with the message being beat over our head. I was yeah. I was I was totally fine with it being more text than subtext. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. but uh the but yeah, I it's a shame to me because I feel like some people in the in this world will watch this and say, See, that's what happens when you have a woman director. When there are Yeah hundreds of millions of movies out there that are directed by men that are way worse than this. Yeah. And we don't think we don't even bat an eye. It, it, I mean, and I know I've said stupid things. I'm sure I, I know I have, I have sisters and I mean, they'll call me out. Like, you know, I was like, I know you didn't mean that the way you said it, but mm. that was really dumb mm. and that was really insensitive, you know? So, I mean, I, I get that, but like uh, something, re- but just guys are so stupid. Something recently I saw was when the Golden Globe nominations came out, mm-hmm. and there were female journalists and critics, and even uh, you know actresses and stuff or actors that were saying, you know, no female directors got nominated. Mm-hmm. I saw multiple tweets, mostly always from dudes. Well, what if we had a, you know, what if we just had a female directed uh, category? Like that, holy shit! Like yeah. you're a dumbass. Yeah. Like just, how does that help anything? It's just, it's just bottom of the barrel stupid. <laughs> It just doesn't make any sense, you know. What did you just say? What did you say? Something that made sense? I don't even acknowledge that. Shit. I know. And there's this great part in this movie too, where which I guess we're supposed to assume the girl's boyfriend is is maybe somehow being possessed, like across the way. But uh, he starts going off about like not all of us are rapists and not all of us are bad guys. And then the uh, the Ellie Shannon character is like, you know, did you just give me a not all men? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and I and I get that too because I see that and like people will tweet something like, "God, you know, men suck." Mm-hmm. That you know, and, and clearly like, uh, and then you'll see always in the comments, "Well, I don't." Like you're an idiot. Yeah, nobody <laughs> cares. Yeah, nobody cares whether you and, are or and not. And you have no idea what that kind of day that person's having. You have no idea why that tweet happened. I mean, you know, it's like you just don't know anything, but you just feel the it's need. It's just that to it's not interject. helping. Yeah, it's not yeah. helping. Yeah, it's just it's so. Weird. All you're doing is saying, like, I, compared to these people you're talking about, look at me. I'm yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, fuck you. And so I think I loved scenes like that because I thought that opened up a dialogue that was really interesting. It was different. It's not something you see in a lot of movies Mm. be it a horror movie or not but then like you're saying (laughs) but then if you have to judge it as a horror movie or as a slasher film it falls apart Mm -hmm. uh, especially at the end and also at the end i thought was interesting because like it just it's a lot of slasher films do this a lot of horror movies do this a lot of movies do this i guess where you know they essentially they lock all the guys they they board the doors or whatever lock all the guys in the fraternity and it's it's burning down Mm -hmm. so they've essentially just killed like 50 guys Mm -hmm. like they've just murdered all these people and uh i remember thinking like after it ended it just ends like on riley's face or whatever you know watching the fire Mm -hmm. and i'm like well i guess after this this is when they all go to jail yeah because (laughs) how they explain this you're never going to be able to explain that yeah um i mean there might be some things you could say but i don't know how you're going to get out of i just 
All there was, was I just trapped a bunch of dudes in a house and killed them. All there was was one call to the police that there was an yeah. assault p- taking place at one of the sorority houses, and, and that's then, all they know. And he got killed. Yeah, you know that was that was in, uh, that was another uh, kind of fun moment mm-hmm. where uh, you thought the security guy was going to the girls. Yeah, yeah. But he went to a different sorority house, and they were getting you know they, and they were, were getting and they were already in the middle of yeah. murdering some guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was a great little moment. I just wish there had been more moments. Like I wish, well, they, I wish they had played with it. And a that could more. have been a giant, awesome reveal too. That's true. In fact, I thought that again. My head was still yeah. in the space of this is where it was going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when he opened the door and we saw the chicks murdering people and everything, yeah. I was like, oh. But it's but it's because they're murdering the other killers. They're not murdering because they're murderers. They're just you know. So yeah. I, I really I when I first saw him open the door, I was like, yeah, that's what we're going for right there. Oh, those, <laughs> yeah, there's these guys in uniforms. I get it. And okay. there's also and I actually like, there's a really good moment. Uh, the first time we're introduced to that character, Riley thinks that something's going on. She thinks that uh, Helena. Who ends up actually being the girl that is in on it with them, mm-hmm. or is subservient? You know, yeah. Um, she thinks that she's missing, and so she goes to campus security and just be like, "I'm." Oh, and they're getting these weird texts. That was the other thing. They're getting yeah. these texts from a from an account that says, uh, "What did we say his name was?" Caleb. Caleb Hawthorne. Yeah, and it's, it's like says, some yip yap app yeah, of some sort. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it's like really just aggressively like in, like you know, horrible things. Yeah. Like, you know, like, going to see if you're ready to fight tonight. Or, yeah. And yeah. That. Stuff like that. And, um, so she goes to the security guy and like, it, it's a weird moment because you know that like so many women have been in this moment mm-hmm. and it's terrible because it's like, he's, he's just not taking her seriously. Yeah. And like, and part of it, I think is like, he just doesn't want to be bothered. He wants to eat his yeah, sandwich. His nasty ass mayonnaise <laughs> oh, and gosh. whatever sandwich. That yeah. was, yeah, that was like, that, that was enough to get it an R. I think that, that scene. Alone. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> he you put know, so it, many packs of mayonnaise yeah, on. Might there. as well have been cum. <laughs> <laughs> and he's even talking to her. He's like eating the sandwich. Mm-hmm. Oh, that scene was so gross. Yeah. Um, but anyways, but, uh, that was a really interesting moment too, where, and like, you can see her getting fed up, uh, and Imogen Poots is a really interesting actress. I, I don't, I mean, she's never, I mean, she, she's in stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. she pops up. She was in, I believe she was in green room. 28 days, well, 28 days later was the one that I oh, remember yeah, her yeah. being in, um, or was it 28 weeks late? It's 28 weeks, 28 later. weeks later, I believe and 28, she's, she's in the Fright Night remake. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that might have been one of the first time. Well, yeah, I guess twenty eight weeks later was maybe that was a, the first time I remember her in. But yeah. she could have been in some other stuff too. And her name stands out, just right because sadly. well, and it, yeah, it's unfortunate <laughs> because it's only here in uh, believe North America that poots. Oh yeah, has, sure. has the connotation of farting. Whereas everywhere else, it's just a normal, it's a normal name. But she's really good. And I didn't even realize it was her. Um, I, 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 I thought I had seen the actress before, but at that time I hadn't looked up who was in it. Usually so. she's glammed up pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, but she, and she kind of almost had like a, in a weird way, like she kind of reminded me of Scarlett Johansson. Like, I don't, maybe it was just the hair. Yeah. Like, uh, like, go like the old ghost world days, maybe. Yeah, or something. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but, um, but I thought all the acting was, I mean, the girl, the women, I thought they were all uh, perfectly fine. Some of the like the douchebag frat guys seemed a little uh, stereotypical, oh, but were, I think they yeah. were supposed to be. Yeah, and Carrie always uh, he's interesting. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> his Harvard professor. I always forget that he's from England. Yeah, and so when he's doing an accent, it always still feels affected for mm-hmm. some reason. I don't know why that is, but every time he's talking in a scene, he he does these things like this. Yeah, and it's like whoa. What, he's he's always got these affectations that I'm like I'm like I like this guy, but he's always in these movies where he has to play something weird and some like yeah, because like I think like Kiss the Girls isn't he like from Atlanta or something? Yeah, and then, and then Liar Liar, he's just Liar kind Liar. Of he's a, such a yeah, he's white a, bread. He's just a American. dumbass. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's just uh, yeah, I mean. You know, Wesley is always going to be his like his like biggest and most awesomest yeah, role. He even, he even wrote a he actually wrote his uh, 
autobiography is actually really good. And I, what is it? It's what's the what's the line from Princess Bride? As you wish. I, I think that's what the book's called. Mm-hmm. It's something like that. But uh, but if you just look up Carrie Elwes, you can find the book, and it's really interesting. And he most of it he's talking about playing Wesley, and it's mm-hmm. just I don't know. It's a really really interesting autobiography. Yeah. But ever since then, it seems like everything I've ever seen, like even like he he shows up in Hot Shots. Oh yeah. And, and he's he's <laughs> sort of the adversary in that, even though he's not really like yeah, a, he's, he's not a villain. He's kind of the Val Kilmer. Yeah, he's yeah, the yeah. Val Kilmer. Um, but you know, he, every time he shows in Saw, you know, Saw's another oh, one. Totally, it's Danny Glover. Yeah, Danny Glover. <laughs> who we just talked about in yeah. Jumanji. Uh, you know, the even in Saw, you know, he comes back by the end of that. He's oh, he's he's uh he's um like he he enjoys what Saw does, and he wants to carry on Saw's work and everything <laughs> by the end of that. You know, franchise. They, this is totally off the subject, but I don't. It, it was just a cracked article. Apparently, they did some list. It was like uh, I don't know. It was something about it was something about interesting things you didn't know about these movies or fan theories that were proven. Oh through. yeah, yeah. And there I, was I read this. Yeah, there was a fan that actually uh, guessed that Carrie Elways was going to be like a big part of the movie of the of the franchise mm-hmm. at the end. And uh, sure enough, in the in the last yeah. movie, <laughs> and the article was like, we don't know if the the saw writers just saw this yeah. and thought it was a great idea or what. Because I even think like like if I remember correctly, the guy the guy or woman I don't remember even got like uh, details right. Like yeah. there were things about like why he was involved and yeah. all that kind of stuff. I don't know. That was pretty fascinating. Yeah, no, that was that was. But, a, uh, yeah, but awesome. he's he's not really given much to do in this. I mean, it's no, a really, it's a really just, short. A, movie. That's the problem with the Carrie Elway stuff. Every yeah. time he's in movies now nowadays is they give him this like it's hard to take him seriously just the way they make his characters a lot of times and yeah. of course then you throw in that just odd affectation he has that i can't put my finger on well and you're not and you're also it's one of those characters where even though like he's obviously got to be involved somehow it, it's like they don't want you to think he is so you know, they give you it's so you have like that really weird scene outside of the fraternity. Which yeah. why is he even there? Which I guess he's there because he's involved. Well, but, yeah, and he's got this list of women that we yeah. find out later, or like women who need to which, be taught a lesson. When I saw that, I just assumed, oh, well, then he's a red herring. Like he can't be the killer. Well, that, that's and, and probably then, what they were going yeah. for. They were like trying to make these guys so evil and wrong that they had that that we were misdirected. Yeah. But, and even in and it, well, and that's the thing. And if they were going this route and it was so clear that these guys sucked. I think part of the problem, too, is that they still try to make it a mystery. And I almost think if they had given away some of that earlier on, it might have worked better. Yeah. Um, because I, 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 you know, and I think that's a problem that some, even non-horror movie mysteries struggle with because you have to have characters act so odd. If they had, if they had stood back a bit from this script and and really thought about this... yeah. They would have realized that the surprise isn't all that interesting. Um, mm-hmm. The the surprise it being who we find the killers out to be or whatever. And, and they would have, and you've done probably like what you're saying there, where it wouldn't have been, we wouldn't just, we would just take the surprise element out of it. Yeah, because there are slasher films that aren't mystery. I mean, the original Halloween is not a mystery. Right. You know it's Michael Myers mm-hmm. the whole time. Yeah. Um, you know, the later Friday the 13th movies aren't mysteries, mm-hmm. you know, um, for the most part. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street. So, I mean, you don't necessarily... It doesn't have to be a whodunit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's what this movie was trying to be, and then it kind of turned into something else, and it was just a really weird shift. And I I mean, I, I, you shouldn't re- I guess you shouldn't review movies and talk about what they should have been, but I think that's a problem here. I, I, think, I, think, I think it's just an issue here. Well, I it think. just feels like they come up with ideas that you expect yeah. to pay off in some yeah. certain way, and then it's then it just doesn't. And so then you're like, oh, I thought they were going to do this. And even though you predicted, yeah. it would have been satisfying had they done that done that thing that you predicted. Yeah, and the fact that we're talking about other possibilities, like I was even going to say like that, the character that she meets, the guy, I, all of a sudden his name escapes me, but um, uh, the guy she meets about, the, the music guy, um, not even seeing, oh, Landon, mm-hmm. right? Is that him? Is that the 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 good guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caleb Eberhardt played him. He was also in. Uh, looks like he was on the the Defenders. He played a young man on the Defenders on mm. Netflix. Okay. Uh, but anyways, Landon. Uh, you know, he shows up. Like, you know, I was actually thinking for a second. I I'm not going to be shocked if he ends up being the. Well, killer. yeah, and that's another one of those things where you set up a character 
as the nice guy. And a lot of people who think of themselves as the nice guy are actually demons yeah. like when, when you give them a chance. Yeah, and, 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 and that's what I'm saying. And if they had made him the sole killer, I don't think this movie would have been any different. Maybe it would have even been better. But then that's a problem, too, because then you're like, so they're, well, it doesn't matter who the killer is, apparently. Mm, yeah. So, like, whatever you did... And I just feel like a lot of these other options would have been better than yeah. what they went with. I, I agree. I, think- I don't know. And they even do that thing with Landon. They had that dumb moment. They always do this crap, too, where he just happens. Like, she's going to see the campus security guy, and he just happens to be there. Or yeah. she's, like, at the library or something. Yeah. And he just happens to be there. And rightfully so, she's like, why are you here? Yeah. And have you been... T- and I will say, I liked that. Like, she, the, w- the women, for the most part, in this movie are very smart. Like, mm-hmm. I think... Because Riley, from the get-go, is like, something's off. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's off, but something's off. Yeah. And so she's going around and trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. And I liked that. I liked that about... I, that. That's what's making me somewhat recommend this. Mm-hmm. But like I said, and I think people that watch a lot of horror movies like I do or watch a lot of slasher movies, or maybe don't even watch that many slasher movies because they just feel like they're all the same. This is definitely different. I mean, you're. I mean, at least as far as like the setup and stuff, the endings, you know, kind of goes into some familiar territory. Guess this would be interesting to see what the final girl say about this, right? Yeah, <laughs> those, yeah, the, those type of podcasts to see what they like think. horror virgin or yeah. something. I'd be really curious to see what Todd thought about this. Um, I don't, I don't know. If, actually, I don't, I don't think they're covering it this year, but uh, I think I asked them. But um, yeah, that would be really. I'd be really curious to hear what they had to say. And I've even. There's a, a few people on Twitter, uh, Patrick with Modern Horrors, you know, he was asking me about it and he's going to go check it out. Like, I'm really curious what people like that are going to think about it, like mm-hmm. the horror guys. And it's gotten like, I mean, I mean, as of last night, it was like, and this was only like 20 something reviews. It was like 46%, which I was actually thinking that's not terrible because mm-hmm. clearly like some people are are liking it. And, and most of it's like what I'm saying. Like, it's so just like, I don't want to say it's batshit crazy, but it's just so it's just so different. Like, it's just that, that whole, the, the, the approach of like this very, like, uh, I don't want to say feminist approach, but just this, uh, female approach, uh, female centric approach to a slasher film is just so different. Even though typically the main characters are women in these movies. Yep. This just feels, this feels very different. Yeah. And I love that, but I just don't know that I like the movie. Yeah. Um, the IMDb has it at a 3.0, but after I think what will happen, what we'll see happen with the IMDb rating is by the weekend it'll probably be at like 5.6. Yeah, I think 5.7 so. somewhere uh, around there. Yeah, I even tweeted about that last night about the toxic reviews on IMDb are up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but because those those people you can't judge what you can't judge the rating after the first night, and you can't really judge it after the first weekend. There are movies I swear to God. I saw years ago mm-hmm. that were in the six point whatever, and now I look at them and they're at seven point six or yeah, something like that. Yeah, it definitely changes. And I will say, sadly, because I, I noticed this when we reviewed Hustlers, and ever since then, because I remember going on IMDb to look up something, I'm like, why is Hustlers like a four point I'm like, it's not like I mean, it's not the greatest movie ever, but it's not bad. It's not four point Yeah, and I'm it's it's probably gone up since. But then I read the reviews, and it's it's I'm I'm sorry, it's a lot of it's a lot of guys, and yeah. I don't even know if they've seen the movie. And are just being like, oh, this left wing, you know, female bullshit. Right. That's it. And so, and so, like, I've always been curious. Like, so Charlie's Angels was the same way when it came out, um, and uh, and now, now this, um, and yeah, it's just it, gross. To go to go where you're saying there, I saw that same IMDb rating by the yeah. way that night we saw that. 4.0 on the IMDb. It's right now it's at a 6.4, which is which, average. That's actually that's pretty fair. Yeah. Like I would say that's pretty I mean it might be I might consider it a little higher than that, but I still for IMDb that's that's pretty good. Yeah. Um that's kind of like uh horror fans we always joke about IMDb like if it's a if it's a horror movie if it's got at least a 5.0, it's probably fine. It's probably a classic. <laughs> Cuz horror know, movies get well, really low I've ratings. seen that many times when we had modern horrors on here a couple of times and they would bring up all these movies and they were like this is great. Yeah. I would go and I'd be like okay uh before I'd watch the movie I'd go yeah. and look at the IMDb rating. I'm like the movie they're saying is great as a 4.8 on IMDb what the hell are they talking about? But then I would watch it. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, this isn't 4.8. Yeah, and I don't know, like, I don't, like, I, and I know there's probably a lot of great people that write reviews on IMDb, so I'm definitely not trying to, like. Not eat, many. Yeah. <laughs> probably not. Mm-hmm. Trying to be nice. Yeah. But, uh, but I feel like it's a lot of, uh, it's it's a lot of fanboys. It, I mean, and probably more, like, 
superhero fantasy type fanboys. Those yep. are the ones writing reviews. Well, that's the so reason like, why, like in an end game, yeah. you look at the IMDb rating after the first night, it's always like nine point five or something yeah. like that. And I and I'm I mean I'm sorry, but I don't know that I give a shit what the the you know release the Snyder cut thinks about Charlie's Angels. But you get a lot of crap like that. So yeah, so that's all the IMDb stuff's always just fascinating to me. I gotta quit reading it though because it just it it starts kind of making yeah. Me sad. They're these these people. <laughs> they're 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 the minority in this country, and they think they're the majority. Majority, and that's the problem well and that's the thing because the majority has no interest in even making any kind of review yeah i mean honestly um you know and i mean and i mean i i, I there's probably a lot of like women out there that don't give a shit what we think about black christmas and that's perfectly fine that's I mean, very true it's very it's very fair i i totally get it they just want to hear what women have to say about absolutely. it absolutely and they and they should go out they should gravitate towards the reviews that they absolutely that they like the best i even saw some people last night that run uh that run you know like horror movie websites and stuff we're actually uh, calling for uh, any females that wanted to submit reviews for this movie. And then they were getting chastised. Like uh, one guy who I talked to a lot on Twitter uh, was asked to grow a pair, mm. um, which that's always a nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's always nice when I'm asked to grow. Right. Uh, sorry. I don't mean to get off on that. But uh, but yeah. So the, the, so Black Christmas. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I didn't like it. I understand where Jonathan's coming from. Uh, and I understand where a lot of people might be coming from on this. Some of you might just like the message in general and just say, who cares if all yeah. this other stuff, yeah, I just, you know, just like anything like this, I, I just wish the movie itself had been, I just wish the story had, I don't know. I just wish the movie itself had been a little I think better. they're just story elements. They could have yeah. developed better yeah. and it would have been a better movie, but but and, and the supernatural element, I think, is the big thing for me that I just didn't like. I, I, I'm not a huge. I mean, I, they make it work with Nightmare on Elm Street, but that's from the get go. You know, that's where they're going. Yep. Um, and I feel like if they had maybe had that approach to this, it would have been better. Mm -hmm. uh, but the idea that we're waiting for like a twist and that ends up being the twist, I was just like, uh. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what do you guys think? Uh, go to Sincast presented by Cinema Sins on Facebook. We're also on SoundCloud, CinemaSense Twitter, Music Video Sense Twitter. Uh, we are also on Discord. If you want to get on Discord, go to Reddit. Uh, there's a link on the right side of the page there. Or you can go to Facebook and private message me, and I will give you one there. Also, you can reach Jonathan at... Uh, I am at Sam Loomis 13 on Twitter, and you can hear me every week on Behind the Sins with Aaron Dicer and Danae Hughes. Yes, and so, um, yeah, tell us what you thought. Uh, that'll do it for this mini-pod. It's Chris Atkinson and Jonathan Watkins. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit cinemasins.com. I even had a speaking of Twitter. I wrote a. Uh, I just made a comment when It Chapter Two came out. Um, I made a comment like, "Hey, Ready or Not was out at the same time and wasn't doing great." Mm -hmm. And I really liked Ready or Not, so I just tweeted out, "Hey, if your It Chapter Two sell, you know, is sold out, go check out Ready or Not." And uh, it's a Fox movie, so I guess that made it a Disney movie by the time it came out. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of these release the Snyder Cut guys got on there. It was just like, you're just supporting the mouse house. You don't need to do that shit. And I'm like, what? Yeah, why do, like, why like, do I, I just said I liked the movie? Why do I always <laughs> have to be supporting something else other than the thing that I said that I like? Yeah, it's like, like crazy. You, it's not that you like Ready or Not. It's yeah. that you really like fucking Disney. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> makes no sense. Who this should this wouldn't have even been a Disney movie. Right. If there hadn't been a it hadn't been a Well, buyout. we really know where your real uh, uh you know, inclinations lie, <laughs> and that's that's with twentieth century Fox. <laughs> and to be fair, I, as someone who goes to Disney World a few times a year, I like Disney. I'm not gonna lie, but it's still it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, like that's not why I said that about ready or not. Right. Um what is that what is that Bob Dylan movie? I'm that Todd there. Haynes directed. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Or is it I'm still here? I'm still here. Have you seen that? Yeah. Is it good? Or do you have to I like Bob Dylan? Didn't like it. Okay. I thought Kate Blanchett was pretty cool playing Bob Dylan for yeah. a brief I mean a lot of people play Bob Dylan in that movie. 
Um, I don't know how much I like Todd Haynes. I, 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 I just don't know how much I connect to his movies. I like Far From Heaven, I think. Like, I remember liking Far From Heaven. But, like, I remember we watched Safe um, in... Uh, you weren't in the Holtz Claw class with me, right? You were in a different one. I was in a different one, yeah. Uh, that was... Was that, like, film genre? By the way, it was I'm Not There. I'm oh, Not okay. There was the Bob Dylan, and then I'm Still Here is the Joaquin Phoenix. Thing. Oh, that... Yeah, I remember that, too. I never saw that, either. Did you see that? I saw both of those, okay. yeah. I was uh, the Joaquin Phoenix thing. Um, I mean, I knew that I kind of knew they, they he, the, the secret had not been let out yet. Oh, that's but, right. Cause but he was, I, he was going to be like a rapper. Or something. Yeah. But I knew while watching it, I was like, why would you get Casey Affleck to go around shooting you doing this stuff? If it wasn't just a complete yeah. put on, you would find somebody else completely to do this if you were becoming a rapper and like everything, <laughs> everything in it is just so, just way over the top and 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 I was like, this can't this can't be real and and you did that interview with Letterman too. That's like in the documentary, right? Thanks. Thank. I wonder if Letterman be. was in on it. He probably was. Probably. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I'm not there. Uh, I saw that and like, yeah, there's a bunch of people just take turns playing Bob Dylan. Uh, but they're playing him. They're not playing them as Bob Dylan. They're playing him as a different character mm-hmm. who's like Bob Dylan. A gotcha. Lot of so like, it really, a lot of it was for me. It was just like, oh, the Kate Blanchett part is really cool, and then everything else, I just I don't remember. Anything yeah, because I I saw Safe in that Holtz Claw class, so that would have been like late nineties. I remember I did not like that. I, I haven't seen it since. Yeah, I haven't I, seen Safe. That's the one. I think Julianne Moore. She's like a. She thinks she's sick, or maybe she really is sick. Mm. I don't know. It's something about chemicals, and and then uh, I did not like Velvet Goldmine. That's one of Dave's favorite movies, though. Uh, I saw that with Helm. Mm-hmm. I don't. And maybe far away. Maybe those are the only three movies of his I've huh, seen. He did Dark Waters, which is out right yeah, now. Yeah, and I do want to see that. And like Dave didn't like it, but Aaron said it was pretty good. So I'm kind of like, I just don't know if I'm gonna have time to go see it in the theater. But it is, it is out. Like he, it's out in theaters wide release right now he did carol which was okay oh yes that was that was definitely okay i uh, great performances and uh, far from heaven which was sort of his douglas Sirk thing yeah that's the one i guess that's probably my favorite of his if i had to pick one but mm-hmm. i don't remember much about it yeah uh, i remember I, I don't even remember if i saw it um i remember it got me to go back and watch some douglas Sirk, which was interesting which, <laughs> didn't you see a couple of those in the holtz claw class because i remember you talking to me about yeah, like inherit all, uh, uh written on the wind written on the wind i get that in inherit the wind inherit the winds of scope's monkey trial movie written on written on the wind is uh is he 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 entered he said before you watch this just know that douglas Sirk did like ridiculous melodrama yeah. And uh, he's like, he's like, I want you to uh, to notice the leaves at the beginning of this. So we're like, okay, notice the leaves. And the very beginning of this, Robert Stack is like in, he's like super <laughs> drunk driving down this road, <laughs> and uh, and like uh, I think you're going towards this house, and they open the the yeah. the, the door opens, and there's just leaves just <laughs> coming into the house, and just 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 find, finding their ways in all sorts of spots in the house and everything. That's all I remember about yeah, that. Yeah, I think I've seen that. And uh, I remember Robert Stack just being really over the top in it. And uh, he did he did one of the versions, I think, of Imitation of Life. I'm pretty sure I've seen that, too. But, uh, yeah, that's interesting stuff. 